What's up, F1 fans? It's your girl, Bex. Welcome back to the pre-race rundown. This week's episode, we're catching up on every single car launch. We're catching up on all the drama, the Christian Horner drama, the Andretti bid drama, everything. The Singapore GP, the Barcelona GP. Oh boy, the sprint format being changed. And most importantly, Hamilton moving to Ferrari, oh my god. Okay. Well, here's how we're going to start this, okay? I think we should start with the two biggest bits of news so far. First off, we're going to start with the reaction to Hamilton moving to Ferrari. Now, at the time this episode goes live, I've had a couple weeks since the news broke to think about it and assess what this could mean for the sport. But the clip you're about to hear is me reacting to the news the day I found out. You can probably hear the panic in my voice. (laughs) This clip coming up is... The clip I recorded on the fly on the day I reacted to the news. At the time of recording, it is currently the 1st of February. And if you've seen the Formula One news, you may have thought that it was the 1st of April. We have, as of right now, an announcement from Mercedes confirming that Lewis Hamilton will be joining Ferrari in 2025 alongside Charles Leclerc. A team statement 14 minutes ago as well Scuderia Ferrari themselves team statement Scuderia Ferrari is pleased to announce that Lewis Hamilton will be joining the team in 2025 on a multi-year contract multi-year ladies and gentlemen yes you heard that correctly do we think that this is a good move from LH it all depends on what the Ferrari looks like this season I'm not too sure I wonder whether we could see a straight swap could we see signs go to Mercedes would we want to see signs at Mercedes I would personally like to see that personally I would like to see that do we think that's going to happen I don't know I said in the last episode that silly season was well and truly underway turns out I was wrong silly season has only just begun because this announcement before the 2024 season has even begun is going to bring nothing but domino effects for every other driver so I said in the last episode that 13 out of 20 drivers are out of contract at the end of this season. We've had Charles sign, we've had Lewis now sign for 2025, and Lando. So that means there's 10 left. And this is a massive domino effect, a huge domino effect. I'm going to throw it out here. Could we potentially see Danny Rick in a Mercedes? Could he be good enough? I would personally like to see, I reckon, either Carlos. I think Carlos would be good at Mercedes or potentially maybe an Alex Albon. I know that's a very popular opinion in the Sky F1 team right now. Potentially an Alex Albon and a George Russell. There are rumours circulating and I think there will more than likely be an announcement soon that Fernando Alonso is in talks with Mercedes for next year. That would be legendary. But then that also raises the question of who would be beside Stroll. 
who would be beside Stroll at Aston? Could we see Carlos at Aston? Obviously, this is all speculation right now. Obviously, we're all hyped up on this Formula One news. This is exactly what we needed before the car launches in just a few days. And I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Goddamn. It happened. It's official. Lewis Hamilton will be in red in 2025. Holy crap. And we're back. Okay, well, as you can probably hear from that, I was a little bit perplexed by the news. Just a little bit. I think everybody was. Looking back on it with a level head, or looking, yep, looking back on it with a level head now, I still think it was a terrible decision. (laughs) No, I don't. I'm still not sure how to feel about it. I still, obviously, right, he knows something that we don't. Obviously. But what would have made him do that? Obviously, it's been a rumour for ages. That's why I was like, oh, it will never happen. I was telling everybody in my life, because obviously everyone was sending me the news. I was telling everyone, no, that will never happen. That's been a rumour for ages. That's never going to happen. And then obviously when it got announced, I was like, well, shit. (laughs) Like, well then, okay, fair enough. Wasn't expecting it. I'm excited. I am also going to find it very funny when half the people that just bought Mercedes merch ask for refunds. No, 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 no. That's horrible. That's horrible. We'll just have to see. There's not really a lot I can say other than that. We'll just have to see. Him and Charles was a very interesting dynamic. I think having two number one drivers in the same team is going to be problematic. I want to see where Carlos goes as well. I'm excited about that. But we'll have to see where that goes. The next biggest bit of news that I want to talk about, which is still unfolding. And obviously at this point, as far as I'm aware, I could be wrong. It's all speculation. Is the Christian Horner drama. Now, I feel like this is something that's been on loads of social media platforms. It's been blasted everywhere, but there's been yet to be any official announcements from anyone. I could, Again, I could be wrong. I'm only going off of what I have at this current moment in time. Allegedly, he's been accused of sexual misconduct, sending messages of a sexual nature to a female member of the Red Bull team. It dropped today from an international source telegraph.nl that Horner's lawyers have made an offer on February 3rd to the victim of the alleged misconduct for £650,000 to settle. Obviously as a female fan of the sport I feel like this is concerning for me. It's disappointing as well. Obviously if it is true, obviously I don't want to sit here and be like he's disgusting, he's this, he's that. Like As far as I'm aware, as I've said, there's no official sources for that. So I'm not going to... I'm not going to pounce on him for something that he may or may not have done. If it comes out that that is what's happened, then obviously, by all means, cast judgments. There's been loads of rumours as well about Max and his dad being really unhappy with the scenario and everybody's in a really difficult situation in the Red Bull camp and all this stuff. Um, I'm... Not too sure, to be honest. I, I'm i keeping on top of the situation, just sort of looking at it and seeing where it's sort of going. But I don't want to speculate or add to it. I just think, obviously, sexual misconduct is unacceptable in any nature. But obviously, 
I would like to think that you are innocent until proven guilty, not guilty until proven innocent. So I don't want to... Obviously, I want to report on the latest news, but I don't want to start speculating. I don't want to start saying that he's this, that and the other because it hasn't been proven yet. So on that note, something that has been proven is the high profile arrest surrounding the Singapore Grand Prix <laughs> and whether that will actually be a thing or not. The Singapore Grand Prix is being reviewed by local government despite preparations for 2024. This is reported from a website called F1 Briefings. This is the source that I'm currently using. Following the arrest of the former transport minister, the Singapore government is set to reassess its dealings with Formula One. Is surrounding the contracts with Formula One, the money that was taken. Last month, Ishwan stepped down following a series of charges related to corruption stemming from the comprehensive investigation into misconduct with the Singaporean administration. Among the allegations is the acceptance of tickets for high-profile events, including F1 races, which, very interesting indeed. He has actually been arrested for this, so we can speculate around that. Do I think it's silly for them to pull the F1 race? Yes. I think that the fans shouldn't suffer. I think that it does wonders for the economy in those areas. And I think that it would be silly to get rid of it. It would be silly. But obviously that again is still unfolding, so we'll see. The Formula One Spanish GP will move to Madrid 2026. Therefore, the track that may be no more is, of course, Barcelona. Do I think it belongs in the calendar? I think, personally, it's one of those races that I never remember it. It's not one of those memorable races on the calendar that I am 100% glued to the telly all the way through. I can take it or leave it. Um, again, it's a shame because obviously Barcelona brings a lot of tourism to the area. And it's been in the calendar for years. So for them to take it away and move it to Madrid, I see why they've done that. Um, they, it's, it's all about money, right? I hate to come back to that. Obviously, we... Uh, we we touched on this in the first episode i think it's all about money and madrid is where the money is unfortunately madrid is where the money is that is the fact of the matter i suppose i again i'm if it does move i'm not gonna miss it <laughs> i'm not gonna miss it um i'll have to do an episode of tracks that if they disappear i'm not gonna miss uh, Monaco being one of them. Sorry, I know a lot of people like Monaco. I do not. <laughs> I don't like Bahrain either. I get why they do Bahrain, but I don't like it. I think we should get on to the car launches, to be honest. I think we should get on to the car launches and what they look like and whether we think they're going to be fast or not. What we'll do is we'll start with most recent and we'll go all the way back to the beginning and we'll touch on each bit. So, if we're starting from the top, at time of recording, it's the 16th of February, which means that the announcement slash reveal of the RB20 was yesterday. And 
I think, as always, in full Red Bull style, it is very sleek, simple, basic. I don't genuinely believe that they've changed a lot from the outside. I mean, they've changed some side pods. I believe the nose cone is different as well. They're obviously the constructors and the championship winners. I think with this car, he will win the fourth title. The car itself, it looks great. It looks great. It looks sleek. It looks simple. Almost elegant. The livery is the same as it always is. So yeah, I mean, it, it, it's Red Bull, isn't it? Come on, it's Red Bull. On the opposite end, <laughs> we have the return of the black and silver. We have the Mercedes car launch, which was on the 14th of Feb. We can see that they've made a massive amount of changes to this car. And it's the return of the all black and silver. And it's a striking look for Lewis's last season. That sounds very weird to say. His last season at Mercedes. And it's his 12th season overall. A nice round number. We love that. I think the car, I think they've definitely sorted the floor. I think this car, obviously it's all speculation at this point, but I think this car will be fast. I'm quietly confident it'll be fast. I secretly want it to be really fast so that Lewis feels like he's made a mistake. <laughs> As you all know, I'm not the biggest Lewis fan. I personally think that he's made a big mistake moving from Mercedes to Ferrari. But you never know. The car might be trash. You never know. The car might be trash and that might be the reason why he's taken one look at the W15 and just gone, nah, fam, I'm out. <laughs> you know, he could have driven it around the track and been like, nah, fam, I'm good. Peace out. And that was enough to make him sign that Ferrari paperwork. Which leads us very nicely into the Ferrari launch on February 13th. Which must have been so awkward for Lewis, right? Because obviously Toto knew about... Supposedly he found out the day before that Lewis was signing for Ferrari, right? But then for him to then turn up at the car launch and be buddy-buddy with George and buddy-buddy with everybody... That must be difficult, man. Like, obviously everybody in the garage knows that you're leaving... It's kind of like when you have to work your notice period at a job, you maybe aren't as quick as certain things or you don't go above and beyond to help people out and stuff. And it's like, is that going to be the same vibe at Mercedes? Are we going to see George outperforming Lewis because Lewis is just giving up? I don't know. I don't think it's in Lewis's nature to just give up. I think this season will be, he'll go out with a bang for sure, but it's exciting. Anyway, back to Ferrari. They have said that they are, well, they're adamant they've got a completely new car for 2024, which has yellow and white stripes added to the red. It's a nice looking car, okay? There is no doubt about that. Ferrari has always had a livery that I love. As I think Sebastian Vettel said it, right? Even if you're not a Ferrari fan, you're still a Ferrari fan. You know, you just can't help it. The racing pedigree that that team has is completely unmatched. You can't deny that everyone, no matter who you are, secretly wants to see Ferrari do well, right? Like... You just want to see them do well. 
you want to see them back up there again and that red color is honestly gorgeous <laughs> like i love that red color i love the yellow around the outside and the white i think it's really sleek in terms of the look of the car they say it's a completely new car i think it looks very similar to last year's again there's parts of it that obviously change there's bits and bobs that they add they take away but i think every car because of those regulation changes still looks very similar i love the the hubcaps with the color scheme i feel the noses are longer on these cars and they're a lot lower to the ground so it'd be interesting to see whether we get that porpoising again this year that we had last year you never know how it's going to perform until you get the drivers in it obviously they know because they've been testing so they know i think lando norris knows something because i saw him on this morning the other day and he had the biggest grin on his face so he knows that that mclaren car is fast he knows it's fast i'm excited as a mclaren girly as you know i am very excited to see how that goes obviously their car launch was on the 14th as well same as mercedes they'd already released their livery and everyone had seen it on instagram but the mcl 38 it looks great it's the papaya it's the google wheels it's the sponsorships down the side it's everything that i want from a mclaren and more everything i want and more I love, I know a lot of people don't like the Google wheels. I love the Google wheels. <laughs> I only wish I could have them on my Lego McLaren car, but they are far too expensive. And I'm not about to spend all that money. I think this car has potential. Obviously, I'm going to be a little bit biased because of my favourite team. But I genuinely think that this car could and i don't want to say it too soon i don't want to say it too soon but i feel like this car could get lando his first p1 i want it to be a race winning car for him i really do do i think piastri could win a race in this car 100 percent, 100 percent. on the 12th of february we had aston martin they were doing really well at the beginning of 2023. They took six podiums in the opening eight races. However, they were overtaken by Mercedes, Ferrari and McLaren in the second half of the year. The AMR24 was unveiled at Silverstone. Fernando Alonso believes that the car will be a good first step forwards. Lance Stroll was tested out in the new car at Silverstone for the first time ahead of the 2024 season. Do I wish it was Alonso in the car instead? Yes, I do. I do. I feel like with him behind the wheel, we would have seen the car's potential more. And again, I'm not just, I'm not hating on Stroll. Stroll's in the car for a reason. I'm not, before anyone starts, I'm not shitting on Stroll. I'm not doing it. I'm just saying it would have been nice to see Alonso behind the wheel of the car. Alpine, February 7th. 2023 was not great for them so they have completely revisited the a524 and they released it at the factory they revealed two liveries which have been seen on the cars i assume it's a pink and a blue i assume 
the Alpine car launch is one of the ones that I I am gonna be honest, guys and girls. I didn't watch the Alpine car launch. I oh, I'm not the biggest fan of Alpine. I didn't like them when they had the pink. I don't like the pink at all. Uh, do I like Alpine cars? Yes, yes I do. But I'm not the biggest Alpine fan. Looking at the car, I love the livery. I don't like the pink, but the rest of the livery is great. Again, all the cars are a lot longer. They're a, they appear to be a lot lower to the ground. I could be wrong, but they appear to be a lot lower to the ground. They've still got the halo, which is a great feature. There's a lot of carbon. I know there's a lot of <laughs> memes going around at the moment in the fan zones and everything about the fact that they are just carbon cars and I think I was having a very interesting conversation with my dad the other day about obviously the operation of the cars and getting the most speed out of the cars and things and we theorized that maybe there was so much carbon around because they're trying to lose weight and the paint for the liveries adds weight so we were saying maybe that's why they've lent more on carbon this time maybe it's just an aesthetic thing we could be completely wrong but it would make logical sense to have more carbon because you're losing albeit the tiniest bit of weight by not painting it but as many drivers have said many times that tiniest little bit of weight could be the difference between you and the car in front so we'll have to see Williams was the second team to launch their car this year with the FW46. They offered a digital launch along with an extra reveal of their livery in New York City at the Fifth Avenue store of their new sponsor, wait for it, drumroll please, Puma. <laughs> Puma. Which now means that you can buy Williams Racing merchandise in Sports Direct. <laughs> oh honestly 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 i i'm happy for them i'm happy for them puma is a massive sponsorship for them so hopefully with that little bit of extra cash they'll have a bit more behind them they can put more into the car they can get the most out of it it'll be great so we'll see how that goes uh alex albon's gonna absolutely crush it i've called it then we have visa cash app red bull I saw the colour schemes and promotional images of both Daniel and Yuki on Instagram before I saw the car. God, that was interesting. <laughs> Having them sit next to their numbers in the colour theme and everyone was singing their praises, the fact that it was the first colourful car of the season and blah, blah. I can't stand the name. I can't get past the name. I wish I could, but I can't. The livery could be as nice as possible, and it is nice. That blue is lovely. However, I cannot get past the name. <laughs> I hate the name. I think it is the worst mistake they've ever made. There was a very dramatic reveal video, which uh, I love a bit of drama. I think they're feeding into the fact that there's already a lot of hype around the name and people like me not liking the name. But I mean, again, as much as I don't like the name and as much as it's all very overdramatic, I think as long as the races 
are still good. That's all I care about. I am a fan of Formula One for the racing, not for the drivers and not for the teams. I enjoy the strategy parts of Formula One. I enjoy, I guess, the drama of who's driving for who and the car launches. And I love the way the cars look, but I'm not. I'm not going to start crying because the car doesn't look great, you know? Speaking of cars that don't look great. <laughs> you can tell my whole tone of voice has changed. <sighs> Sauber. <laughs> Sauber. Who are, I believe, under investigation because they can't be called stake in nearly three quarters of the places that they race because gambling's not allowed in those places. So that should be uh, interesting to watch that unfold. What we'll do is, um, although we've touched on that now, I'll do a whole episode about that and sort of the laws around gambling and things like that because I feel like that's a really interesting episode. But yeah, the car is horrific. <laughs> the car's horrific. It looks like a highlighter. That and the McLaren are going to look absolutely awful driving past each other. I cannot wait for Audi to take over in two years. <laughs> 2026 could not come fast enough the green and black is just not okay it looks like one of those design your own hot wheels cars that you made as like a kid it's just not great and you could see on Bottas's face that he was just not not here for it <laughs> like, I remember talking to one of my mates and he was giving me voice notes and a play by play of the car launch and we were just absolutely ripping into it. It is just the worst. It is just the worst. Obviously, I hate the name anyway. We all know that. I went through that in the last episode. It might actually be the case that I hate the look of the car more than I hate the name. <laughs> and that is a very bold claim. Yeah, it's just all round not great. It's just not great. Haas, on the other hand, god damn, that's a good looking car. God damn. Gunther Steiner, I miss you, man. <laughs> I miss you so much. Jean, I hate you for what you've done. But that VF24, whew, that is a good looking car. That is a good looking car, man. It's a good looking car. It's nearly all black which again plays into the oh it's just carbon it's like yeah it is but at the same time it looks good <laughs> you know it looks good ah oh, Gunther Steiner man sorry whenever I talk about Haas I just miss Gunther so much I think he was the glue that held Haas together so we'll have to see we'll have to see we'll have to see again I want to see Haas do well I really do does he do we think he'll do well or they'll do well without Gunther I don't know we'll have to see again most of it is speculation at this point I'm excited though I can't wait for the season to start I am ready for Crofty to tell me lights out and away we go I am beyond ready so lads lasses we're gonna have to watch this space I'm afraid like I know it's a short episode this week but I wanted to do a brief rundown of everything before the season started. I don't want to delve too much into the Christian Horner stuff until it's proven. Lewis leaving Mercedes has been covered from every single angle. 
And I think my reaction to it sums that up. And I'm just excited for the season to start. And I will be watching every single race. And there will, of course, be a race rundown. I want to talk racing strats. I want to talk results. I want to talk everything in between. And I want to bring you along for the ride. So, with that being said, this has been the race rundown. I've been your girl Bex. And I'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs>